everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Tips. I'm here with my friend Al. What's going on? Jubair, how are you? I am fantastic. Thank you for coming in. We got connected through one of your fellow Sandler guys, right? I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a while. Well, thank you for jumping on. Yeah. So before we jump into some, you know, I know you're going to share a lot of gems with us. Tell us more about you. Who's Al? Okay. Well, I'm an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> wise one. Wise I'm, one. I'm a wise guy. There, there you go. go. <laughs> that doesn't sound right either. <laughs> uh, I've been um, I've been in sales all my career. Wow. I started out as a uh, corporate sales guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, selling technology, okay, mostly to banks. You know, so, spent a lot of years traveling, especially around the country, nice. southeast mostly, and calling on banks and selling technology to you know with committee buying teams and. So we're talking RPs. procurement, CFOs, yeah. IT, like ten people for them to make one decision. That was it. Yeah. How was that Pretty sales much. cycle? <laughs> that was it. Was frustrating. Is what it was. <laughs> oh my god! Because you know you're talking to mostly people who can't say yes. They mm-hmm. can all say no, but they can't say yes. They were they were trying to come to a consensus to then recommend to somebody else who would yeah. make the decision. And that somebody else sometimes was in the meetings and sometimes wasn't. So, but it was a good way for me to learn. Yeah, the ins and outs of, of professional sales because now today I have clients that mm. are in that world. And they need my help to yeah. navigate, you know, those ugly waters. <laughs> I, I got and, another question on that, right? Because you mentioned the sales cycle was frustrating, yeah. but you stuck to it. What got you to stick to it? Was it just the commission was a crazy outrageous? Yeah. Or was it like you wanted to just kind of learn the pattern and the process and build those relationships? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of the thrill of the hunt. Okay. Uh, in fact, that's one of the major motivators for professional salespeople who do well is mm-hmm. that they they enjoy the thrill of the hunt. They mm. enjoy, you know, going after you know the big one. Gotcha. So those sort wells, of like, sort of like uh, fishing for bass versus fishing <laughs> for blue marlin. You okay. Know, let's go out there, long trip to the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. You know, fish all day, maybe get one. Maybe yeah. Not, you know, that's as opposed to, you know. Uh, you know, put together a tackle box and go out to the pond and spend two hours and bring in seven or eight, yeah. you know, brim, which, uh, and again, I have a lot of clients today that are in that world too, mm-hmm. you know, more transactional, you know, more, uh, we got to do this every day, you know, gotcha. bring in these deals. So yeah, for the last 21 years, I've been a sales trainer and coach and consultant. Wow. Uh, helping uh, clients, you know, so mostly you- small to medium sized business, Metro Atlanta based, privately nice. held companies. So you must have done really well <laughs> hunting wells if now you're running a sales training business. You know, actually, that's not the case. Really? Tell actually, me more. Yeah, actually, in about 1999 or so, uh-huh. somewhere in there, after about 22 years in the corporate sales world, mm. I was sitting in a sales training class led by a Sandler trainer. Yeah. And um, and I realized, that was like early 40s uh-huh. at the time, and I realized that I was a fraud. I wasn't really a good professional salesperson. I was, huh. I was a fraud. I was an order taker. I, I wasn't really doing professional sales, even though I was in that world. Yeah, I, I just wasn't that good. But I didn't. Even, but even worse than that, I didn't even know I wasn't that good because 
I was putting up numbers. Mm. So how can you not be good but put be putting up numbers? Yeah, it's, yeah. Break that down yeah, for us. That's because I was in a great territory with a great product, and the phone was ringing. So I okay. was just all I was doing was just racking up the orders. Gotcha. So you weren't hunting and prospecting for new business from scratch finding those accounts, build those relationships. You're more like phone ring, you in there, you build the internal relationship and close the deals. Pretty much, yeah. But, ah. but see, because I didn't realize that I wasn't truly mm -hmm. uh, you know, hunting for new business. It was just coming to me. Yeah. Somehow I, I got the impression that was good. It's a very interesting perception because yeah. the, I, in my world, right, it's high ticket. Um, you hire closers, the closers get leads coming in. We have a setter that vet the leads and then they get on the phone and close the deals. Yeah. So they're not really hunting for business. Right. Right. So would you say they're not, they're also fraud? <laughs> well, a, a lot of companies have that model these days. Yeah. You know, that's, that has really what the way, uh, technical sales has evolved. Yeah. Is, is uh, you know, in SaaS companies, mm -hmm. software as a service and other tech companies typically have a scenario where they have some kind of a, you know, inside team or BDR mm -hmm. team, business development rep team that is, uh, you know, putting the feelers out there on social media or, mm -hmm. uh, or email or in, you know, technical ways of, of getting leads. And then they set appointments for the, uh, what we used to call the outside team, but to, but in these days, a lot of times the outside team is still sits inside. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're still they're doing the all phone. the sales calls by, you know, by phone or zoom or teams. Yeah. You know, and, um, and, there, and so there's not as much face to face. Mm. So it used to be like in, in my day when I was in, in sales. belly to belly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that's coming back a little bit. Uh, and I believe it'll, it'll continue to come back more and more. But I think that like most people in my profession, that the world of professional sales has changed Yeah. because of technology and because of COVID uh, and that there's a lot more people that are not going to go get on airplanes yeah, yeah. or drive across state. You know, they're going to sit in their office and they're going to do a video call. Knock them out. Now, let me yeah. ask you yeah. your perception, right? Because yeah. you've been in both worlds, belly to belly, Zoom tech. Right. You, everyone can agree that Zoom is more efficient, yeah. in your opinion, as yeah. that sales trainer, which one you think closes the deal better and faster? Would you say Zoom? Would you say belly to belly? Because then you're missing that face to face. I love that you say belly to belly. That's, that's, that's such a great term. <laughs> uh, and not many people use it anymore. I love yeah. it. Uh, I think belly to belly will always be the best way, mm. but it's not always the most uh, logical way, yeah. you know, because Again, you know, you get on an airplane and, you know, to go somewhere for a meeting and, and that shoots the day, maybe yeah. two days, right? Yeah. You know, whereas you can get on the Zoom call or Teams call and, and knock it out in Boom. an hour and you're still, and now work on some more stuff, right? Exactly. At your desk, so you don't have travel time. Yeah. Like, uh, like, you know, travel time used to be such a huge time waster, mm. but still, when you're face to face with somebody belly to belly, yeah, you're you're so many more cues and clues and and things that you can pick up on and ask. About. Yeah. Whereas a Zoom call, you know, where you've got the Hollywood Squares type thing, <laughs> that you know, it's a lot more formal. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people can check out. You know, uh, you know, you know, mentally check out. You don't really know it. You don't notice still, it because the yeah, you don't yeah. have the body expressions like exactly. you do. You have some. 
but not nearly as many yeah. as you would if you're face to face. And and besides, the other person, wherever they are, mm -hmm. uh, they're maybe looking at the camera, but you see them looking down, looking away. They're probably checking their phone, checking yeah. their email. Might have several screens running at the same time. Well We've been be there. there. <laughs> yeah, so they're distracted and things. So, so yeah, there's trade-offs, I guess, both ways. Gotcha. You know, you can do more uh, electronically. Yeah. But you can be more effective on that one call. Mm. Now, I want to go deeper into the sales realm, right? Because you've been doing this for 20 plus years. So if you work with all type of businesses, all type of owners, mentally, um, mindset wise, let's start there, right? What would you say has been the biggest uh, factor that has hold back some people, right? Because you have owners, they're the one in the business. You also have sales team, right? That That's working. But they can't perform at the peak that they should. Why do you think that happens? No, it's, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a common issue that hits entrepreneurial companies. So mm -hmm. the, you know, the entrepreneur builds the business. Yeah. They're the ones that sell initially. Yeah. They've got the passion, that pride of ownership. They know the product or service inside and out because they built it. Yeah. And, uh, and they, and they develop those initial relationships that, that grow the business initially. And so after a while, they don't, they forget how tough it was to get the first couple of sales mm -hmm. because now sales is fairly easy. Yeah. Not always, but typically. So now they get to the point where, Hey, you know, I got to stop being the only one bringing in business here. I got to, you know, I got to do operations. Mm -hmm. I got to be the executive, you know, the CEO. Exactly. I got to work on the business. Right. Yeah, the business. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's a common thing. So, so now they want to hire salespeople. Yeah. And they figure that you know, it's no brainer. I right? get someone who can carry on a conversation, makes friends easy. I'll teach them the ropes and we're good. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not quite so easy. You know, first of all, the person they hired does not have the pride of authorship. Yeah. They don't have those great initial relationships. And so they have to actually prospect for business. Mm -hmm. Prospecting, Joe Barry, is what separates mm -hmm. the real professionals from those who are overtaking. That's, mm, I, I want to talk more about that. Yeah. Right? Because prospecting to me is a job on its own because you have prospecting then you have to actually building the relationship and then closing the deal yeah. right? right so these literally could be three different jobs so i'll take myself as an example a couple of years ago when i hired my first sales guy you know i was in that same position i was like oh my god i'm doing great I'm bring this person in they're gonna kill it they need to do this for prospecting. They need to do this to reach out and they need to close the deal. It didn't happen that way. <laughs> I ended up letting that person go because they weren't able to perform. I spent a lot of time training them, but the challenge was, okay, how do I, you want me to prospect and then you want me to call and then you want me to actually close these deals. How do I have time to do all that? I'm like, I've done it. Why couldn't you? <laughs> What would you say to those owners? Yeah, it, you know, the, 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 I, don't, I don't have time is sometimes a smokescreen excuse mm. sometimes because finding deals, you know, hunting for deals yeah. is a skill, a competency. Yeah. Qualifying, you know, build that relationship and qualifying uh, uh, truly uh, objectively is mm -hmm. a skill. And then getting people to take action, which we call closing, yep. you know, that is a skill. And so those are three distinct skills. Uh, we need to really develop all three skills. Mm -hmm. So prospecting is a skill, you know, finding opportunities and, and then um, suggesting 
that there is some kind of appointment to talk about it further, mm-hmm. which is what, you know, what, what, which is the precursor to that conversation that we do. We ask questions to qualify. Yeah. You know, do they have some kind of personal and compelling emotional reasons, to, you know, to buy now? Yeah. In the short term, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, do they have and, the budget? Right. Do they have, you're very good. Do they have, you know, are they willing and able to invest yes. you know, money, time, and effort, which we call budget? And do they have a decision making process that makes sense mm-hmm. for both of us in the short term? Yeah. And that's qualifying. And so you're, of course, building a relationship as you're having those conversations. But most salespeople, when they really don't have that competency, they're only uh, quoting and hoping, right? They, they simply tell them what they, how great their product or service is, you know, like a walking website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And hope the person recite, is right, recite what they what they learned, and then and then you know and then you know render a quote or a proposal, and then wonder why it's not closing. So mm. again, that qualification is huge. And then the third competency or skill is actually being able to get people to take action. Yes, which we call closing, and that is a it is a, a essential skill that has to be developed. Yeah. Definitely don't, especially people that are, you know, have that gift of gap that then people say, you should be in sales because you have that gift. Of yeah. Gap. Well, that's so much, right? Because the gift of gap means you're doing all the talking. Yeah. But that will tell me you're listening. Very good. Very good. Yeah. And it's listening uh, where you where you see the areas where you could suggest mm-hmm. taking action. Mm. You know, and so you know, we, and there's that competency we call control and close, actually you know, leading the dance here. You know, Let's talk about that, right? Uh, because I think a lot of entrepreneurs can benefit from this. When you talk about leading the dance, what are some questions that you would have asked or that you would suggest that entrepreneurs, salespeople ask to kind of start leading the dance the right way faster? Yeah. Well, the questions actually uh, are important. Yeah. They're not nearly as important as the way the questions are asked. So, mm. for example, salespeople love to say things like, I'd love to get on your calendar. Mm. I really want to show you how we can save you money. Right. I know you must be busy, but they have, they have yeah, all these yeah. phrases that are salesy phrases and they don't really help mm. move the deal along. Okay. It just makes you sound like a salesperson. Gotcha. And, and when you sound like a salesperson, prospects treat you like one, which is yeah. not a really good thing. Yeah. 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 You're more right. commodity. It's like, oh, it's yeah. not a sales guy. Right. So it's just changing the phraseology. Okay. It's like, would it make some sense to put, you know get on our you know get our calendars out and pick a day and time to invest in each other, Gilbert, and see if it makes sense or not? So it's more of uh, like a combined like yeah. relationship, symbiotic relationship. Yeah, as opposed to, I'd love to get on your calendar. It's, yeah. Would it make some sense if we both get our calendars out and pick a day and time? You see, the difference is is one person is hoping yeah to get on the calendar. The other person is suggesting that we both invest in each other. Would it make sense, would right? Make sense. So now it do, it's not like my decision. It's more of, yeah, it, it does make sense. Unless it doesn't make sense, right? If the, other, yeah. if the person says, I don't think it makes sense to get together and talk right now, then the salesperson can say, fair enough. Would you mind sharing with me why you say that? Exactly. Okay, that's a great question, right? So what's behind you not wanting to meet today? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's find out what's behind that and see if it makes sense to do it down the road or not at all. Yeah. Or maybe change the person's mind and let's, and let's do meet now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I like, I like that tip. I think that's a huge one that folks can use. Now I, I want to go a little bit more about your business, right? Yeah. Talk to me in 20 years. Congrats, by the way. Thanks. Um, what has been some of your biggest wins working with clients? So I started the business. I left the corporate sales yeah. world in, in 2001 
and wow. started the business. And then 9-11 happened right away. Mm. And, uh, and that was tough. Sure. So that was. Everybody was scared. <laughs> you know, it's almost like starting a business today in the midst of all this inflation. Yeah. And crime and violence and unrest and. Crazy pandemic, know, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And then there's the <laughs> pandemic. You know, it's, it's just, it was a tough time mm-hmm. in 2001 as well. And in and, and those three, four years getting going as an entrepreneur, and, and mm-hmm. you've been through that, it was yeah. really, really hard. It was really, very, very, very hard. But we dug in. You know, I just, I just, I did a lot of prospecting, a lot, of, a lot cold of cold calling. calling. Bunch. Now, were you pulling out the 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 yellow book and just start going A yeah. B C D? Yeah, and just pretty much. Down? That was kind of the end of using yellow pages. I don't even know what that is anymore. <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, and, and in databases, and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and in the CRMs and systems like that. But but yeah, I was pretty much going down the list. Yeah, gotcha. I was another questions for you here, right? The cold calling, right? A lot of people say cold calling is dead. I don't think so. What are your thoughts? <laughs> so, uh, it, it, you know, my, it's interesting about what you ask because mindset is such a huge part of sales yes. effectiveness. And, you know, so a lot of people like to quote Henry Ford, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who I guess is credited with saying, you know, if, you, if you believe it will, then it will. If you believe it won't, it won't. Or some, yeah. similar words. And it it's pretty much is true. If you think cold calling won't work, it probably won't work. If you believe it will, it probably will. We actually at Sandler, we take the tack that that you don't have to like it; you just do it. Gotcha. Uh, every profession has that part, yeah, or parts that you don't, you would rather not do. And for most sales professionals, prospecting is that part they would rather not do. Um, but that's okay. You got to do it anyway. Just do it. You know, just block your calendar, spend an hour or two hours a day, make the calls. Gotcha. You know, and uh, or. You know, a lot of us these days, not so much cold calling as maybe getting on LinkedIn yeah. and uh, connecting with people and starting conversations that way. And then and then suggesting this happened big time and during the, the height of, of COVID mm-hmm. was to suggest we hop on a call. Right. So you're on because I'm when COVID hit, most of us who might have spent an hour on LinkedIn a day before COVID. Now we're spending seven, eight hours a day on LinkedIn. Yes. And uh, and so but you can't just keep doing LinkedIn messaging. And yes, just, you know, at some it's point not time, you have to have a real live conversation. So the phrase began, "Why don't we hop on a call?" Mm-hmm. And a lot of that time, people would they would hop on a call, because think about it: people were in their spare bedroom, their dining room. One guy was in his garage, you know, <laughs> talking to, and you got your computer in front of you, and you yeah. got your cell phone right there. And that's, that's that it. was your day, right? That's your business it. day. Uh, and and so hey, your phone's right there. Let's hop on a call. And that's mm-hmm. so we did a lot of calls that way. A lot of folks who were the traditional outside salespeople, belly to belly types, you know, getting on airplanes and long drives. Yeah. They really struggled. Oh, yeah. Because they, yeah. they didn't have that human interactions anymore. You know how to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> we did a lot of webinars back in the, in the, in the oh, yeah. 2020 about how to, you know, how to use technology, you know, which would really help a lot of people. Now, passing through that and where we are right now, right? Um, what have you seen that's working really well? Is it still a combination of Zoom and or people going back to events or people still don't have any webinars? What have you seen in your trade, world? Trade shows working? are back. Trade okay, shows are back. Good. 
Uh, some changes, of course. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a lot of people are reporting that their trade shows are back to pre-2020 levels. Oh, wow. Which is really good to hear, right? Because trade shows are huge. Yeah. And it's, you know, you're in an industry, you want to get together people in your industry and share best practices, meet new people, mm-hmm. expand relationships, you know, just your whole centers of influence. You know, at the trade shows just... You know, and, and new technology and new, you know, new ideas. It, it just, the ideas are flying. I like that. So, uh, yeah. I, I want to go deep into that, right? right? For example, I plan to exhibit um, at a show. There's going to be about 10,000 people there, all entrepreneurs, going to be here in Atlanta. Um, what would be the two or three tips you would give to anyone who plan to start exhibiting at trade show and conferences so that not only they're getting contacts that can turn into business but qualify them quickly. yes first of all lose the how are you today thing okay gotcha i mean you, you, you've been to a lot of trade shows i'm sure so you, you know you go you go to the the uh the area of the show where they're mm-hmm. doing all the displays right everybody's got a booth you know, and yeah and you walk from one end of one aisle to the other end of it mm-hmm. and so maybe 10 booths on one side 10 there <laughs> so by the time you get to the end 20 people have said to you how are, how are you today? oh my <laughs> right? god so we got to lose that you know we got to change that pattern so what would you say so find different ways to start the conversation i mean even if it's weird what like, brings you here today what yeah, state yeah. are you from what's the best idea you've heard so far today right? gotcha right. which booth do you like yeah. the most well, today? wait a minute you're you're walking now you're stopping why are you stopping in my booth right yeah I mean, just just you know, with a smile on your voice yeah right? yeah, not, yeah not any kind of a weirdness but just a smile Starting a conversation, they probably got a name tag on. Yeah. So you don't have to, you don't have to say, "Hey, what's your name?" Or, but you can say, "Oh, you're with ABC Company." I've heard, of, I think I've heard about y'all. What do y'all do again? Gotcha. So get them talking, right? Get them. Get them talking. Right. Because they can see your. If you're, of if course. You're exhibiting, they can see your booth. They can see your graphics. You know, and they're probably checking it out. You don't have to reiterate what's what's yeah. said on the graphics behind you you can simply engage people in conversation i like that i like that what stop what made you stop at my booth today yeah and i think that that really got the person to start thinking and really get the ball rolling wow you get some amazing gems today so to wrap things up yeah what is that one tip that you would share with any entrepreneurs business owners that may have two three people in the sales team or maybe more uh, that can help them take their business to a new level when it comes to sales. Great idea that we have, we have many of us in the center network have been started using with our clients and our own selling too, by the mm-hmm. way. So you have a salesperson who just gets off a sales call. Yeah. Typically the boss says to the salesperson, how did it go? Yes. Uh, that's the question. I used to say, how that. did it go? <laughs> and the salesperson then was, well, yeah, it's okay. Pretty good. I actually feel good about this one. So it's all very subjective, very wishy-washy. No he might sign up. <laughs> exactly. No real concrete stuff, right? <laughs> I remember one salesperson told me one time, he said, yeah, the, you know, the guy told me this. If certain things work out right and the budget's there, sometime quarter after next, we probably can do business. <laughs> so I got this one. Right? I'm thinking, you didn't even hear what the guy said. But anyway, yeah. so a better question, salesperson gets off the call. Boss says to the salesperson, tell me how it ended. Mm-hmm. See, that mm. question, tell me how it ended. And then you can walk them back from the ending to the beginning, and then you can truly debrief the call and, and break it down into you know, what went well, what could have done better, what can we learn from this? Wow. It's so all sorts of like great, beautiful question. Tell me how, how it, it ended. ended. There you go. I love that. Tell me how it ended. Or, yeah, just how That's did it end? genius. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you again for coming in. Uh, how do people get My in pleasure. touch with you if they need to yeah. 
because you have an amazing program with Sandler. If they want to get into your program, they want to enroll into your program, they want to really start drinking the Sandler Kool-Aid. What should they do? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the Sandler Kool-Aid, I, I love saying that too, but, it, but it's really about do they want to make more money, right? Mm -hmm. variable compensation. Do they, do they want to sell more, make more money, improve their sales skills, improve their productivity, improve mm -hmm. their effectiveness, further their career? You know, we're, we're building skill sets and processes is what we do. And the best way to get a hold of me, thanks for asking, is simoninc.sandler.com. simoninc.sandler.com. Right. S-I-M-O-N-I-N-C.sandler.com. <laughs> Thank you for coming out, my friend. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks again for coming. Guys, check out Al. He is amazing. I hope you got some amazing gem today. And thank you for jumping on.